میکنه Hey everybody, <laughs> Kathy. Good to see you. How are nice you been? Nice to see you in beautiful Los Angeles. We didn't wash away in the flooding. That's awesome. We didn't. We didn't. Everything is fine. It's bright and sunny. A little cold, but yeah. uh, you know, every, the sky is clear and everything is green. Right. So it's really nice, actually. It's awesome. It really air feels really clean. I love that. And in the meantime, I was so happy. I was so excited to hear from Harpoon Productions, and they gave us a screener for this new movie coming out. I love that. Not only was it a new screener, it was genre. I love yeah. crime genre. It's so good. This is a, a interesting, and we also love independent filmmaking. Yes. Like any, anybody that can make a feature with a minimum amount of money, smallish crew, everybody sort of wears different hats. You know, you yeah. might be the cameraman, but you might be the director, you might be the actor. You know, like you're doing like a lot of What it takes. To get it done. I think that's just a love of cinema and love mm -hmm. of film. And yeah. this this film has that in spades. It's called The Bad Shepherd. Yep. It's going to be on uh, on demand and video on demand on uh, February 23rd. And we got an early screener from uh, Harpoon Productions. And we're here to talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I, I'm predisposed to like films like this because I love personal crime thrillers. And I also love it that sort of morality tale of people who get in over their heads they have decisions to make is is a very shallow grave sort of um, or a simple plan, plan if you remember that one plan with, yeah. where you find you the basically the conceit is these hunters are out driving and they find um we won't give too much away because i don't be too spoilery but they find they they basically hit a crossroads where they can start making decisions they can do the right thing or they can do the wrong thing now we all know when you do the wrong thing, there's a price to pay. Right. So I love this sort of, you know, well, you know, like greed and and like whatever. Let's let's do it. You know, no one will know. That is such a great setup. I mean, I love that idea. Well, there's a couple of things. First, I want to talk about the first because this happens in yeah, the first. Yeah, let's talk about the first five, five, first five minutes. So we're okay. not. This is not a spoiler. These hunters are, you know, on a back road. They're going to go on a hunting trip. It's four guys, you know, weekend mm -hmm. hunters, weekend warriors, and um they uh, hit a woman, uh, you know, driving the car and she's just knocked de dead. You know, she's, yeah, she's kind of in the middle of the road. Kind yeah. Of. She's kind of stressed she's out injured or something or right. something's wrong. Something's she's wrong. Yeah. And there's she, her car is parked on the side of the road anyway. So she's dead and uh, they're freaking out, but they, she, they look inside this big duffel bag and there's piles of money. looks like, you know, a couple of million dollars or something. What do you do? What are you supposed to do? Well, of course yeah. you call the police. Right. And they don't call the police, but the nope. police, the uh, police officer does come. Yep. And this is when things, when greed and, you know, the human condition take over. And instead of doing what is the right thing, saying, you know, here's some money. Yeah. We don't, you know, we actually hit this person. It was a total accident, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They, they, they do exactly the opposite. And then, then starts the big, you know, the hole they go into. So uh, so it has that feel of also being sort of a contained thriller. It all takes place, you know, in, in the woods and mm -hmm. eventually at like a cat. So it's just a, those characters. And then another character comes in a few minutes later, who's this real slick looking guy driving a Dodge challenge. Mobster looking. Mobster slick looking. Back hair. This very like. I believe you gentlemen have something that belongs to me. It yeah. looks like he's the higher up. He's the guy that's like, oh, this is, he's coming for the money. 
Yeah. So uh, obviously Clearly. Yeah. somehow stole this money from a mobster or whatever, what some sort of deal went South. She took off. She's dead, but he knows that she's out there. And so he comes and he eventually ends up where the hunters are at their yeah. cabin. And that's the, that is the bulk of the film. What happens between all yeah. these characters? Now, I like it too, because there, first of all, there's tons of great twists and turns. Like, I love that. You have a group of guys that are all friends. When something like this happens, all of a sudden you start having this huge range of emotional and psychological reactions. We have one guy who instantly wanted to call the cops. We got to call the cops. This is our money. We don't know. And this woman got killed, you know, and they're all like, dude, this will destroy our lives. Like other guys were like, we didn't mean to hit her, but we're going, you know, there'll be trials. We could be tried for manslaughter. Like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We lose our business. One guy has yeah. a business. Yeah. And lose like, you're business. the guys that hit that woman, you know? And then the other guy's like, let's just take the money. This will change our lives. Let's yeah. just do it. No one's going to know with the middle of nowhere. So I love the psychological justifications and, and you understand all of them, which I, which I thought was interesting. You really were like, I, because I'm paranoid, I probably would just call the cops. I, I would be afraid I would get caught. I, I don't, don't want to do it. So uh, I would call the cops just with sheer paranoia. I'd be tempted. Maybe take one stack. <laughs> I would, I would, I would go, yeah, I can't live with this. I have to come clean. You know, it was yeah. an accident and we'll just work it through, you know? Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, oh, we could, you know, we're in the middle of nowhere. We could hide yeah. this body and, you know, we can just each get a half a million bucks a piece and just move on with our lives. And hopefully nobody finds out because that happens. People get away with stuff all the time. So, so anyway, that's the whole idea of the film. It's like a morality play. Like, what, yes, you know, I love and, that. And so these characters are all these factions and splintering off and back and forth. And as Kathy said, there's tons of twists and turns and real oh. sharp, really interesting ones. And that's when it, you know, a low budget film can work. It's like, you don't yeah. need the super big budget, yeah. special effects, a lot of different locations. You just need like an interesting part of the script that makes you think right. differently about what's going on. And you have these a small casts, you know, so you, you're saving money on that. So you have a very, it's almost like it was a very contained narrative. So we have basically the cars on the street and then you have this cabin. Those are the two locations and they pretty much are just shooting around the cabin the whole time. And um, so the other interesting part, not only do you have the psychological reactions to what are we going to do with this money? What should we do? They start having reactions to each other. Like they don't trust the other guy. They don't trust him. It's like, all of a sudden there's this kind of stuff coming about like something that happened in the past to one guy. And they're like, you never told us that. Then all of a sudden everybody's like, can we trust him? And then we're thinking this guy's going to try and take all the money. What if he takes it all? What if he turns on us? Like all of a sudden everybody starts like having those natural, which I loved natural psychological reactions. Like, you know, we're all four, like four people. Were the four? Uh, four it's uh, four, four plus one. We're like this group of friends who, who, <laughs> The, you know, it's always that like there's there's so many people who know what happened. So you have that many chances of it going bad and someone blowing it, saying something, confessing, having a conscience and going like you cannot trust everyone else to do what you want them to do. So right. I love that idea, too. So they 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 keep that rolling like they start amping up, first of all, the paranoia about what they're about to do, then the actions that they're taking to cover up what they're doing, which gets worse and worse. They just keep digging, digging their grave more and more. Then they stop trusting each other because you know one guy you know is you know kills someone and then they're like what it's like it's getting worse so then they're like we can't trust this guy what's he gonna do next you know so right. i love that amping up so it just gets amped up. and then the whole thing goes crazy at the end like it's this complete crazy twist that you're like 
what? Yeah. Like, I love that because I did not, because I thought it was enough just straight storytelling as it was, but man, they did not stop there. No, <laughs> that's and, a really um, fun twist. And also, the, you know, there's the jealousy is like there's one character that slept with the the wife of one of that's the right. other friends. So there's all that all of a sudden becomes something. Yes. It, it, it of course, it is suppressed forever, and then of yeah. course when it, things everybody's coming clean with stuff and talking about it. And then there's all these sort of, like I said, factions and people, you know, I trust you, but I don't trust him. And this yeah. guy's crazy. And this, we, this guy's going to talk. So it's all that. And the director uh, is all, who also edited the film, Gino Sant Gio right. Santini is also plays the, the plays sort of the, uh, the mob guy. Yeah. You know? So, so, uh, so again, it's all that, like we're wearing different hats. I'm going to act. I'm going to yeah. direct. I'm going to edit. I'm going to exactly. write the thing. I'm going to star okay. in it. Yeah. So uh, you really sense that sort of DIY vibe, yeah. but not in a bad way, in the very oh. best way. You know, yeah. like some of the great DIY <laughs> films think, you know, Blair, Blair Witch Project, three, yeah. three people in the woods basically walking around. You can do a lot with that. And the movie was mm -hmm. made for 60,000. This was probably made for a little bit more than that, but probably not a lot more, you know. Oh, probably not. Because, yeah. again, like you said, they keep it really tight. You know, your your the director is going to also act. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you save money or spend more money doing that. I'm not sure, but yeah. I like too that they they when they drop him into the movie, you know, you have these scraggly friends. You know, they're not rich. They're in their hunter clothes. They're all you know. They seem like little children when he comes on the scene. He's in a suit and he's all like, "You got my money," and they're like, right. "No, we don't. Why are you talking about you? I know you got my money." And so he's like being the adult in the room in a weird way. So they're getting very threatened. Like they're making me, he's making me feel bad. I'm so, what, you know, he wouldn't come out here by himself. Would he? Maybe you would. I don't know. There's gotta be other people, you know? So they start like flipping out because they're such morons and he's all like taking complete control of the situation. And he's tied and up. Getting them against each other. Yeah. He's tied up and he says, <laughs> yeah. unequivocally, I am going to walk away with this money. Yep. And he's I'm so gonna, chill. He's like, and like, but you have the opportunity to give me the money. Yep. And walk away, and this is this over. This is your chance. This is, you do this, and then you walk away yeah. with your lives and just pretend it never happened. But of course, they don't do that. It's like, but some of them are tempted. Like yeah. they're like, maybe we should. But you know, some people they got, you know, they're like, you guys are going to ruin it for all of us if we like. So I love that. Like that that was really rich and fun to watch. Like I yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. I mean. It, it didn't to me i didn't even really notice the budget that much because it was so it was such a perfect little small contained you know dramatic narrative that, right. that really brought the stakes yeah that i wasn't like there's no big action there's no big no, crazy it, set it, pieces no yeah. it's it's mm -hmm. little intimate brutal moments that i think are almost more effective yeah and but i think i really really enjoyed it and i think you know lastly what i said about it, it's like these smaller movies tend to have um you know, it's a more actory. Like you're really focusing. A lot of the shots are close in on the actor. You don't have a yeah. lot of set pieces. Very of, it's just like one yeah. face, another face, and it's all these actors working here. And the movie is about yeah. their acting, you know, yeah. and also the the plot twists and, and the plot itself. That's right. So if you like that sort of thing with the intensity ratcheted up, Bad Shepherds coming out February 23rd. Totally worth your five or six bucks or whatever it costs to to rent right. the film and uh, check it out because independent film it, it's we get some of the best chestnuts the best sort of little treasures come from from in, indie films and this is one of those that's right and uh you know you're seeing good performances and you're like who's the cast let's just call them out real quick we got we have who the the loose cannon um the character Scotty Tobar I think yeah. is his he name, was yeah. he kind of stole the show because he was the most 
you know, like he's, he's the one who's just going to pull out the gun and shoot, or he's like, you know, he's the one with the dark secrets, you know, uh, the other guys seem a little bit, you know, clued out on that. Like they're a little more like, huh? Well, they're they so, yeah. Great, right. Scott, Brett Sim Zimmerman, Justin mm -hmm. Tate, Andrew Pagana, Christios Calabogios, uh, yeah. and Gio, like I said, Gio Santini yeah. is the director, editor. Really and so it's a, a good cast. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, well done, you know, yeah. kudos to those guys. And so, yeah. you know, I think it's worth uh, supporting them and uh, mm -hmm. Harpoon Productions. Uh, Oops. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pull that poster in. Hold on. Yeah. Let's see the poster. Let's see it. Hold on. And I think I there are some other reviews out there, but th this is the real one, the one that's worth uh, it, this. This is a good film. <laughs> this so, <laughs> there right. we go. Here's our poster. All right. So uh, I like this poster. I'm a, a little confused by the type design because I'm not sure why Shepard's bigger than bad. I, I would have like made that all justified, but I like the, the transparent type is cool. You know, I like that they're making that the big title and you don't really understand the title until you get to the end. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I, I didn't understand it at all. You no. know, uh, uh, like the bad shepherd. Uh, survival has a price. You know, that's yep. kind of cool with the blood uh, along the, the snow there. Yeah, I like that. I guess this is where, you know, they're burying the woman, trying to get rid of right. her body. And then survival has a price. Does it ever? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it definitely has a price. And I like it too, because these movies tend to ask your the question of you, like, what would you do? Right. What would you do in any of these, like the beginning situation? The middle situation, the end situation. What would you do? There were well, so many situations where you uh, could take it. It's like the fork in the road. And then, you know. I don't go you. hunting. I don't go camping. I'd be home at my apartment, you know, <laughs> watching TV and, you know, not involved. <laughs> I don't know. If you find a big bag of money in front of your house, what would you do? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I would call the cops. I would feel like I, I, don't, I wouldn't take the money because I feel like someone's going to come looking for that money. There's no way they're not. Well, I found a twenty dollar bill in front of our house, and I put a little note, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> like anybody lose a twenty dollar bill? That's how you know nobody. What can. are yeah. you insane? And, I, I, and so everybody's like, I did. <laughs> no, nobody. That was away. my twenty. I kept it up for like ten minutes. <laughs> I, kept it for I actually found a wallet one time and mailed it back to the address on the driver's license. Beautiful, beautiful. They never did. Probably in the mail, they got what? Like. <laughs> You're a good person. Good I try, person. you know. Yeah. I, I I think I would be the good shepherd. <laughs> yes, yes. You wouldn't be involved. But this is about bad shepherds or bad, you know, folks who just took the wrong road. They and, took the uh, wrong fork so many yeah. times. Yeah. So if you're <laughs> into that kind of movie, yeah. it'll, it'll, definitely check it out. Definitely okay. check it out. Thanks All for right. watching, everybody. We'll see Thank you soon. You. Bye. Bye.